0: Powerful collaborations, cutting-edge science, and curious minds coming together for a glimpse of the future. Stay tuned as we look at the latest updates on some of the most promising technology projects. Hello and welcome. I'm Peter Ballant from Technicon. These days, every major mobile telephone manufacturer offers highly effective encryption And since we keep so much personal data in our pockets, that is surely a good idea. But what about the case where a locked phone is taken into custody by law enforcement officials? We're talking about a phone that could possibly contain evidence of a crime that already happened or is about to happen. Hands are tied without the password. And then what could be a treasure trove of evidence is rendered useless. And there is no help from the phone makers either. That's not the business that they're in. This need for law enforcement to crack locked devices in the absence of a password has continually grown through the years. The EU-funded X-Files project has been underway for some time to remedy this situation. The project aims to put into place a consistent and reliable way for police to decrypt phones which have been seized. As you can imagine, this is no easy task. But the X-Files consortium, made up of 14 partners, including law enforcement, universities, and cybersecurity companies, is well-positioned to make a difference. Today we speak with Nico from one of the world's leading forensic laboratories, the Netherlands Forensic Institute. Thank you, Nico, for joining us today. Thank you, thank you. Tell us more about X-Files. What are you trying to
1: achieve? What we're trying to achieve is to access the data that's on mobile phones. Every mobile phone nowadays is encrypted by default and that's a big problem to get forensically relevant data from mobile phones for law enforcement agencies to see what happened in a criminal investigation. Uh, There is a lot of personal data on a mobile phone so I think it's very good that every phone is encrypted nowadays. But as that can lead to big problems in such an investigation, we're trying to Get access to the decrypted data to be able to answer forensically relevant questions, and you can think of uh, WhatsApp messages or Signal messages, or any messenger that's on the phone that can provide context in a criminal investigation of w- and answer questions what happened in this uh, in this particular case. And we're we're focusing on that uh, with by combining uh, different uh, expertise.s both from commercial entities from commercial companies and from uh, law enforcement agencies so th- this is
0: interesting and i think many people probably don't realize this but every phone and now it comes encrypted and it's not so light to decrypt i mean this takes
1: a lot of efforts is is that right it can take a lot of effort to decrypt a mobile phone because from the manufacturer's side a lot of effort has been invested into uh, the security of the phones, especially opposed to a couple of years ago, we put a lot of personal data in our mobile phones. And that's why uh, manufacturers decided that it would be a good idea to have those mobile phones encrypted. So if somebody else finds my phone on the street, I don't want him to be able to read my messages. And that's why manufacturers have invested a lot of effort into securing these mobile phones. And now mobile phones are one of the most secure devices that we have in our household, I think. They're very complex devices, but they are also very secure. Mm-hmm. And that's great uh, from a privacy point of view, but it can lead to problems in criminal investigations. Right, right.
0: And let's back up a minute. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about X-Files in a moment, but tell us about your background. I mean, what makes you especially a good candidate
1: to work on something like this? I have a background in computer security and I'm a digital forensic researcher at the Netherlands Forensic Institute. And I focus here on, the, uh, on password recovery, or my main focus is uh, and Wallace password recovery. But as The passwords that we're trying to break are nowadays coupled to the mobile devices themselves. We need to focus more and more on the mobile devices themselves. In different cases, it might not be possible to actually try to break a password without uh, having to work on the mobile device itself. And as I was already working on passwords and with passwords and in the crypto team here at the NFI, I thought it would be... I'm I'm very happy to be able to work in the X Files project on this uh, this problem. Yeah, it seems like a great
0: transition, and that you would fit right in to getting results in the X Files projects. And if we're talking about the results of X Files, what would you say are the big goals? I mean, there's there must be a number of things that your consortium is
1: trying to achieve. Can you sort of highlight these things for us? Yeah, the the, the things we're trying to achieve is is to develop new tools and methods to to extract data, but also to provide training uh, to how to use those tools. But more in general, the EXFOS project is such an interesting project to us because it's one of the first bigger projects where we uh, work together with commercial companies and law enforcement agencies on these kinds of uh, research topics. So it's very interesting to see how that public-private partnership progresses. And there's a, a lot of trust that needs to be built. And it's interesting to see that dynamic also within the, the consortium itself.
0: And it seems to me that uh, when it comes to decrypting these encrypted devices, We might be tempted to fall back on the manufacturers of the devices, Uh, but this
1: is a slippery slope. Can you talk about that for a moment? Yeah, one of the main examples that I think a lot of people have heard about is the the San Bernardino case in 2015, where there was a big terrorist attack or threat to the United States of America, and where the FBI asked Apple whether they could help them unlock uh, an iPhone. And... Apple had a major pushback to the FBI uh, also in a, a political sense that they would not be able to provide them help with in, in such a case. as it, It's the same with all those kinds of yeah, backdoor solutions because uh, what the FBI asked Apple is whether they could help them with a firmware update that would allow the FBI to extract data from a, a phone but what if a different country or a different entity asks apple uh, it's it's not the responsibility or of apple or a different big company to have to choose which people or which organizations or even which countries they will help and which countries they won't help maybe a lot of western countries people are okay with if apple would provide them with help but Maybe with not-so-kind regimes, they may not be so happy. Or maybe with intelligence agencies in the uh, United States, they might not be so happy if Apple starts helping those. So if you put that problem on the shoulders of big manufacturers, that starts becoming a slippery slope, I think.
0: So it sounds like it's uh, much more easy and reliable for the manufacturers to sort of step away from this idea of decrypting
1: or assisting with. That's also the case with end-to-end encryption. That's why, probably why end-to-end encryption is also such a big success. Because in that way, the end-to-end encryption allows a manufacturer no longer to have the responsibility to see what messages are being sent on their platform or what data is being transferred as only the two end parties. So for example, me and you in this case can uh, can decrypt the data. And that's a very technical solution to a very political problem. It's very difficult to solve this solution in a political way as it's across jurisdictions and across countries and not all the countries think alike. Uh, The the technical solution is not having to be able to see that data because a manufacturer uses end-to-end encryption, allows the manufacturer to say, well, I don't, I cannot decrypt the data. I'm not able to hand you the keys actually And that allows these manufacturers to step away from this problem, as you say. And so the bottom
0: line is that these mobile devices are encrypted and there's no way around it. And if law enforcement needs to get into these devices, then they have to find their own way. And this is the point of X-Files. You're looking at new tools, new training, new methods to decrypt phones to help law enforcement agencies with their job of doing an investigation which leads me to my next question which is how do we know or, or how can we be sure that the results benefit only law enforcement agencies and not hackers for example
1: well in this case as they're developed by law enforcement agencies we already have the experience to deal with methods that we don't want or cannot publish to the general public if the general public or manufacturers would know what kind of different uh, methods we would use, they might be tempted to patch those. And in a more general aspect, at, at this point in time, the exploits that are being developed by commercial companies are sometimes also sold on the public market. And it's not clear who buys all these different exploits. There is a whole zero day market where these methods are sold to the highest bidder and the highest bidder can be anyone it it doesn't have to be law enforcement agencies it can be different hackers or different regimes that people might not agree with but in this case as the knowledge is developed within this consortium and this knowledge will stay in this consortium and the solutions will stay in this in the exfiles consortium it's less likely to end up in the hands of hackers, whereas if it would be sold to the highest bidder, it, yeah, it might be possible to end up in the, the hands of hackers or bad entities. Not all hackers are bad entities in this aspect. but Yeah, of course not. So, Nico,
0: when X-Files is over, what will we have? Are you creating some kind
1: of hardware or software product? We hope that the result of X-Files is... is different solutions and methods for different targets we have specified at the start of the project so we decided that some different mobile phones are interesting to take a look at and we're taking a look at them from different uh, perspectives both from the software perspective so what software bugs can we find in the phones also from a hardware perspective what hardware bugs are we able to find in the phones but that's the new thing about XFiles. also the combination of that. What combination of software and hardware attacks can we use to open up these phones? In the end, we hope to have some solution for, for specific targets. And of course, we build up some knowledge in this project that we can use in different cases also.
0: So we can almost say that this project is initiating something that will inform the future of forensics in the mobile device area and in law enforcement for for
1: years to come. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure of that and it will also build relationships between law enforcement agencies and companies that we hope will last, lo- last longer than only this project. And these relationships are really quite
0: valuable in the long run, of course. Now, X-Files has been underway for more than 6 months. Can you tell us what kinds of challenges has the consortium faced so far?
1: we're always faced with technical challenges and those are not really new for us as if there is a new device on the market we're always faced with new security updates or security patches or new architectures so that's that's a problem but not the main problem we've been faced with in the excel project cuz the new thing for us is really uh, covid as that really altered our workflow as for now we're not able to meet physically to have all the different partners in the project meet physically and it's it's more difficult to build these trust relations in only a digital environment we're used to have digital meetings but it's it's different not being able to talk to each other in a physical uh, physical way and take a look at each other and uh, discuss with each other what we're going to do and what work everybody will will be doing. That's uh, that's the main challenge I think that we face for now. Because really, at the start of the X project project, uh, COVID broke out, so it's not the best moment in time to start uh, such a big project with different uh, different kinds of partners. Yeah, and I would imagine you're working with people that you haven't met face to face. Yes, for me, for me, that's true. And this project is underway. Uh, in a draft phase uh, drafting the 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 project plan for a couple of years now already so we've we've spoken to each other we've seen each other and some people already know each other but there are different people that have never seen each other and that work are working together on very big technical problems and that's that's new and
0: another question i have is the benefits of x files will this be available to anyone in the EU for law enforcement across the EU, or is it contained to certain countries
1: or certain law enforcement agencies? At first, as we're working together with the partners in the consortium, some of the information will probably stay inside the consortium. But if we have a method that works and that can be shared, I'm sure we will share it with all the law enforcement agencies in the EU that are interested uh, in this uh, in those solutions
0: so thank you for taking some time today to share your part of x files with us it's a really necessary project and we will stay in touch over the next couple of years and see how things sort of wind up in the end but for now thank you for sharing this information and i hope we get to talk again real soon thank you happy to talk to you this podcast has been brought to you by Technicon. The X-Files Project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program under grant agreement number 883156.